0: WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look
1: inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligieri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapito Italian Sausage. Taste the difference
2: quality makes. Morning, welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligieri, along with Tom Prince from wny athletics our resident troublemaker roger weiss is in the house and we are also joined by brian baker head girls basketball coach wilson high school Derek kramer producing good morning you say the nicest things anthony
1: i'm I'm just i'm
2: flattered i'm trying to butter you up roger i'm still waiting for you to bring in some pie no
1: pie no no pie. pie I can't have it. No, you can't. <laughs> that's right. Well, I would have bought in
0: pie, but Tom can't have it. So I would have been. You know why? Why would we make him suffer with him watching well, you know us? What? Yeah, would... but yeah, yeah. Easy for you, DK. Yeah, you'll I'll eat have his it pie. <laughs> i can eat DK
1: <laughs> he saying he'll eat it for me, so that's fine. I, you can have my piece then. We would. We would have tried it. it we would have made the sacrifice. There for you time. go. I know. Is Anthony,
0: Anthony, is DK pregnant? Is he going to eat for two? <laughs>
2: I don't think I'm so. I'm sorry.
0: I wasn't supposed to tell anybody,
2: DK. <laughs> I'll withdraw that comment, okay? The reveal <laughs> is out. <laughs> Roger went and, uh, and blew it. All right, guys. It's a chilly Saturday morning in western New York, and we are coming down to the end of the winter season, so to speak. We have uh, sectionals just around the corner for basketball and uh Wrestling is just getting going. Bowling is already into their sectionals.
0: Yeah, big tournament down at uh, Southwestern. Terry Kunick is down at Southwestern all day for wrestling. Tonight. That's
1: small schools, and then large schools will be over at Star Point for uh, for right. theirs. So you'll have Star Point and Southwestern both going on today for wrestling.
0: Real nice, right around the corner from each other, so you can go back and forth. Ones at Star Point,
1: the others at Southwestern. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, Western New York Athletics will be there for both of them on the NFHS network for both. Uh, those wrestlings. We'll have somebody down at Southwestern and we'll have people over at Star Point today.
0: Yeah, I know Terry Koenig is doing a character, uh, character
1: athlete of the week. Athlete yeah. down at the Southwestern. That's going to be there
0: all day.
2: Great stuff. Great stuff. So we've got that going on. And then just around the corner,
1: Speak- baseball, softball. Tom's licking his chops. He said, let's, go! Baseball! Can't Can't let's do it. Hey, Major the- League Baseball starts mm-hmm. games next week already. So I'm we're ready to go. Yep. <laughs>
0: the reason. Mr. Butel was unable to attend today. He had an 8 o'clock softball practice at N-Trip. At 10 o'clock, he's uh, having a signing, and I'm happy to announce that uh, Gabriella McDuffie if the name's familiar, her brother Isaiah, former Connolly Cup winner and a football player at Boston College. Mm-hmm. By the way, Anthony, they both attended Olmsted High School. That's that shrine on Suffolk Avenue and the 14215 that used Never to be heard called Kensington. Never heard of anyway, it. Oh, uh,
2: that team we dominated when I went to high school. You okay, wish. Yeah, I remember. Anyway, we did. <laughs> Never lost to Kensington.
0: Anyway, they are, uh, Gabby is signing to play basketball at awesome. N-Trip. And then Nate has to go down to Dunkirk. Uh, Olivia Smith will be signing to play at N-Trip.
2: Meanwhile, his his, uh, basketball team's like, dominating everybody. Oh, they're. (laughs) They're, As they they would say, Rick Jenner would say, they're scary good.
0: Very, very scary good. So congratulations to them.
2: Banks, have you had a chance to watch them?
3: uh, Not yet. Actually, he was at Wilson last night. Uh, He's out every night, and uh, he was with his wife, and... I actually asked him if he ever got any sleep because he's there watching games last night. And he, he let me know that the regionals are going to be hosted at trip this year. So cool! it's going to be an off day for us. Um, Do you have a date on that? Next, uh, it's, I think it's the last weekend there in February, uh, which goes into March there, the Saturday, Sunday there. Mm. So he's going to host. So we'll be able to go catch a game, hopefully we'll be able to bring our team out. Nice, nice. Yeah, Best great.
0: of luck, Nate. Uh, one other thing I have, Anthony, we uh, said it last week. I'll say it again this week, and we will put it on a, a, a website. Uh, Benji Blumen would like people to know that classes for prospective new officials will begin... On Monday, March 2nd, and will be held for four consecutive Mondays.
2: Roger, you you know you're being scary right now. Why? Because yesterday I was talking to Mike Greenberg, a well-known Western New York official, uh, while he was doing my taxes, and that's exactly... What we were talking about was recruiting uh, for uh, officiating and how they are shorthanded. Mike is retiring. This is his last season after 42 years of being an, uh, uh, an official in Western New York. And there then, are
0: a few people out there that uh, would suggest that Benji would retire after that uh, yes. episode he had, but uh, that has not been finalized yet. I, In defense of Benji's wishes, I think he'd be more worked up if he was not raw uh, officiating than if he was. But, you know, at his age and all that is something you should seriously consider. Health but, is more important. Yeah, but, uh...
2: I, I mean, can't believe you brought this up because it's so weird that we were talking about it yesterday. And, uh...
0: If I have trouble, I'll let you know. I think we should post it because they still have a couple weeks for those that are interested.
2: Yeah, that's one thing that I was talking with Mike about was getting a hold of the proper authorities to get information to post on our Facebook page. You go to Inside High School Sports on Facebook. A lot of great stuff on there, including uh, back and forth uh, debate as to what's going on with Iroquois. We're going to get into that in just a little bit. Tom,
1: you so just a funny a- a- antidote with uh, with that scenario that you're talking about with the ref. So everybody knows Nelson Adams, who's at every basketball game in Western New York boys when it comes and to girls. the boys and girls, right? So uh, when I got a chance to talk to him, I, I always make sure I go over and, and grab him for a few seconds. He actually has now the referee that email with him in, in a little note card and when somebody's complaining now about him, about their officials, he wants to turn around and just say, here you go. Here's the uh, here's the email Excellent. right now to do it. Excellent. So, Nelson, kudos to you. You're doing everything you can to
2: help out. All right. Let's get into news and notes. Uh, Gil Akata wanted me to pass this along. Coaches versus sheriffs. Basketball game. Come watch as the Star Point women and men's basketball coaches, including Grace, will uh, take on the Niagara County. When uh, Sheriff Vortour retires, or after he retires, he might have given them a a run. But it's going to be February 24th at 6 p.m. in the Star Point gym. Uh, Proceeds will go to Niagara County victims' assistance as well as the girls' and boys' basketball programs. Let's see. Uh, Tony Watson who played for Reggie Witherspoon at UB. Grace Licata, Buff State, Wingsville South, Luke Vogel, Vinny Deloso and the rest of the boys and girls staffs will be participating. Of course they had to bring in a ringer. Grace Licata. (laughs) Can you say three (laughs) downtown? So uh, thank you Gil for sending that along. Also uh, I mentioned this last week. NASA will be hosting their spring NFL flag football with new, with uh, numbers. NASA member organizations as well as the YMCA of Buffalo and Niagara participating. The season will run from mid-May to mid-June and will be held at various NASA <laughs> member fields. We're talking about Williamsville, Lancaster, Clarence, uh, Lockport, Wheatfield, uh, you know, so you want to check with those organizations uh, to find out more. Girls and boys are encouraged to play. Ages are from five to fourteen. Registration will begin on March first. You can go to Sports dot com, Niagara Sports dot com for more information. Also, the Jim McNally Wildcat Offense Clinic Saturday, March twenty first. From 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., it will be held at Kenmore East High School, 350 Freeze Road in Tonawanda. There is no free for this clinic, uh, so registration deadline is Friday, March 13th. If they don't get enough coaches signed up for it, there will be no clinic. You can email uh, pveltry at ktufsd.org to register. That's P V E L. T-R-I at K-T-U-F-S-D dot org. And that's where you go to
1: register. So uh, some big things that happened this week. First of all, congratulations, Brian Fry, who is committed now to the University of Toledo. He plays for Medina, one of their shortstops. Great job. He'll be going Division One. Congratulations to Myla Klein, who got her thousands point this week on Wednesday. And then last night from the college ranks, where we're going to have huge implications here for Western New York baseball, we had six players on the Niagara University team that upsets number 14 Florida State, and that is Peter Battaglia from Will North. Tom Minarski of Lancaster also played for Alden. Jacob Brunning from Roy Hart, Benny Serrano from Ken West, Michael Gabriel with Canisius, and Dawson Bailey from Lewiston Porter were part of that team that upset number 14 Florida State last night. That is so cool. I love it.
2: And I, it seems like we were just talking about Brunning
1: like last week or well, something. Well, this is his brother. Oh. So this is actually, we talked about Charlie all last year, right? Where he had some big games. This is Jacob, his brother who was committed to D1 the year before. So uh, Jacob is a great pitcher, that, uh, and he pitched in this game along with Benarski. You remember Benarski? we talked about towards the end of his high school career was the one who had the perfect game against Jamestown in the playoffs, right. but was a, a perennial first-team all-Western New York pitcher for uh, for us, and, and he's showing it now on the next level. Didn't uh,
2: Canisius uh, women's softball – Start off with like a no hitter or, or a shutout, Raj?
0: I haven't heard. I, I, I just thought they, I guess they did start this week. I've uh, been kind of
2: involved with basketball and haven't had
0: a chance to do my due diligence on softball just yet, but I will be working
2: on it. In today's uh, Niagara Gazette, an article by John D'Onofrio Lockport High School girls are going to be joining the federation next week, next year, I should say. Uh, They're still short on players. They're looking to combine with another school. Now, you already have Lockport and Niagara Falls teamed up in boys' federation hockey. I wonder if they would consider that or or that would be a possibility for girls. So then they would join the Niagara County team and then be able to put two teams up in Niagara County. So girls' federation hockey expanding. Congratulations to them. Now, if you guys remember, we had Dan Kaplan on, how many weeks ago was that, Raj? A uh, week before last. All right. And you remember I asked him the question, I said, Dan, any 300s yet uh, this season? And he said, no, not yet. Well, since then, we've had four 300s. And I'd like to congratulate, uh, let's see, Peyton Anderson of Lockport. He's the only boy to throw a 300. Three other ones are girls. Uh, Melissa uh, Large from Tonawanda. Uh, Josie DeVoe from Iroquois, and Michaela, uh, how do you pronounce it, Tom? Payserb? Yes, yeah. Make sure you get that B Dunker. in there. I was, uh,
1: I was very out of it. I had to get that B in there.
2: It's amazing. And I saw video highlights on Twitter. Uh, pretty cool stuff. So congratulations to the four. I've never witnessed a 300 live. In fact, I don't think I've even seen it on done on TV with the Pro Bowlers
1: were you there uh, to I, witness it uh, I, I i i was on the other side so i didn't get to see the girls throw throw these right we actually have video of them throwing their final balls um you'll see when i the, saw two of them yes yeah, so the two the two girls that threw the 300s we have video out there of both of them that threw it and i've done post interviews with both of them and it was great to hear and and To be honest with you, Melissa also, to add into that accomplishment for bowling, had a series of a 785, which to me is even just as good as that 300. Well, that the, means she averaged 240 the other two games. Right. It, it, well, the ABCs recognize an 800 very similar to the way they do a 300 for a three-game set. Like, you get rings in bowling when it comes to that for a 300 and 800. So she was 15 pins away from an 800, which to wow. me is an ph- absolutely phenomenal well, series. Well, it's only a
3: 267 average for three games. Yeah. I don't ah. know anything about bowling, and I don't know if I could get... 300 with bumpers or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> i know this uh peyton peyton anderson's a great kid um a really great family um and he you know he just works so hard at his craft and i know that family real well but i just wanted to shout out peyton because that's great and i saw a video of his last uh role there too and it wow. was pretty cool to watch
2: yeah that's amazing
1: congratulations to them oh can I, you know, I also got a chance to cover a great game earlier this week that I really wanted to give some special recognition to. Siobhan Ryan of Sacred Heart knocked down 33 points in a game against St. Mary's. Was on fire. She was hitting from threes all over the place. Went inside when she had to. Also a Division I commit committed to the University of Richmond. Uh, just an unbelievable game that I got a chance to witness. And then on the other side for St. Mary's, Shea Shesky also putting up, I think it was 27, 28 points that she put up in that same game. Two great girls players, and we're going to hear about Shea also probably going to the Division One level. Oh, I know, absolutely. I know, yeah. we just, she's gotten offers, she just hasn't put the commitment down yet. The uh,
0: coach from uh, Richmond came to watch uh, Siobhan Ryan play a game against St. Mary's a while back, and right then and there when she, he saw Shea Chesky at St. Mary's made her a verbal offer on the spot. Whoa. Shea is only a sophomore. She will probably, at the end of the next week, uh, they're projecting it for the Nichols game, go over 1,000 points as a sophomore.
2: That's amazing. It's <laughs> absolutely amazing. Anthony, I have a, conf- I have a
0: confession to oh, make. No.
2: I went and had a garbage plate last night. You are the cruelest person I know. You come in here on a Saturday morning, no pie, I'm hungry, and you're talking about a you're garbage You're always work. hungry. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, so anyway, as long as we went for a
0: garbage plate on the way back, Terry and I says, you know what, we're going to go to a basketball <coughs> game.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> guys have never done that before. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> can you say six 6'11", 400 pounds? <laughs> no. The player from Victor, six 6'11", 400 pounds. I mean, you see them standing with his teammates and it would look like uh, Shaquille O'Neal standing next to you. It's just, you know... As Brian and Nate would say, that's one of the bigs. He goes. Oh, yeah. He has to actually duck when he goes through the doorway and all that. Wow. Jerry went down and talked to his mom yesterday. Size 18 shoes. Wow. And, I mean, he's agile. He's got a soft shooting touch. Scored 20 points last night. Uh, what
2: college is he going to?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> Still young.
0: funny you mention that. He's only a junior. <laughs> his brother, who is no uh, twerp in his own right, Went for a few college visits and the whole family went. Well, the coach saw the family walk in and didn't even go near the guy. He was there recruiting. He went right over to the kid. The kid
1: brother, like I say, six
0: foot eleven. You ought to see this guy. though he seems like the most gentle giant you've ever seen. He also but plays I thought defensive
1: line for them on the on the football front. So they, But they say he's so big, like from the height perspective, it's tough to put him on the offensive line that he plays defensive leverage. line yeah. is what he plays for them.
0: Anthony, his calves are bigger than all the other players' thighs. Unbelievable. Wow. That's but it was, uh, like I say, uh, well, we had to do something. We just can't go for a garbage plate and come.
2: Well, I guess we could, but it wouldn't be right. Alright, did you have anything else for news and notes? Alright, G&G Fitness Coach of the Week. Congratulations to Drew Wilcox, Faulkner Wrestling New York State Division 2 dual Meet Champions. That was submitted to livefit.com. If you would like to nominate a coach, let us know who the coach is, what school, and why they are being nominated. Go to LiveFit. Dot com. bit of controversy that we posted on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, I was in contact with just a mom during the week. We we're getting an update as to what's going on with Iroquois and the never-ending battle over the... Uh, the fields and uh, stands and everything else, trying to get uh, them to be compliant with the Americans with Disability Act. So now it's being thrown out there. Uh, and I don't like how they worded the proposal, but basically looking to vote where you know the residents can vote on a new field. And the way it's worded is it makes it sound like, uh, yeah, it would be better if we go with a grass field. How could you even – in today's day and age, how could you even contemplate a grass field when turf has been proven to be so much better, uh, not only long-term savings on costs, but the ability, the usefulness that you get out of it? It's just a complete mind fry as to why they're even proposing grass and uh talking with john mariocker as well during the week he said the problem is not enough people attend these board meetings not enough people in the district are aware or paying any attention as to what's going on with uh the issues facing the school so if you are in that district kind of take and think uh about uh where you're at right now i strongly recommend a turf field you
0: know uh what uh, he said about not enough people attend the board meetings they had a full house when uh, they had the board meeting uh, when uh, the Marv. public was upset when they were uh, dismissing uh, Coach uh, Matson, And uh, that didn't seem, you know, you could add twice as many people. They already had the tr- trouble is with when you have these board meetings open for the public, these are token meetings, Anthony. Yeah, The no, decision already has the already decision. been yes. made, but they have to pacify the public by saying, "Oh yeah, we had a public meeting about it." Didn't do a damn bit of good, but they
2: had a meeting. Well, you got to vote them out, and you got to get people in well, there that that's are willing to do things right. It's it's, it's garbage. That's all it is. And uh, you know, get involved if you're in the district. Uh, Not you know. to
0: mention, and I won't mention names. We know who we're talking about slight conflict of interest on in the school. You're at, Iro- at Iroquois.
2: Could be, could be. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk girls basketball. Who is, uh, who's doing what, Raj? You and Brian are going to be able to break that one down for us. We'll be back with more Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. You'd be surprised what we're talking about during the breaks, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Tom Prince of WNY Athletics, Roger Weiss, and Brian Baker, head girls basketball coach at Wilson. We're talking food. I know it's a shock. So, Brian, you really think peanut butter on a
3: cheeseburger? I got to try that? Yeah, there's some really good ones around. I think you got to go for it. All right. Creamy Uh or Crunchy. I think creamy with bacon.
2: Okay. I will give it a try. It took me a long time to try a, a egg, fried egg on a burger. And after I did, i like, oh, that's that's oh, awesome. my God, Those this is awesome. delicious. Having that yolk running down. Mm. Whoa. Poor Tom. Like, will you guys up. shut up? I'm on a diet over here. How much have you lost now? 70? 74. That's amazing. That's great. That is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you very so much. So proud of you. It means a lot. Two more pounds in seventy six. That's the spirit. Oh no, that was a long time ago, Raj. <laughs> All right, we're talking girls basketball this morning, and uh, between Roger and Brian and, and Tom, you guys cover an awful lot out there. And you know, I know from uh, you know watching the you know Danny Haskell with three thousand points, and this one with one. It seemed like we had a lot, uh, several one thousand point scores this year. Uh, City of Buffalo and uh, you know Section Six.
3: A tremendous year for girls basketball. Yeah, it's been fun uh, getting out watching a lot of the talent that's in Western New York. You know, you, you see, you see the kids at a young age, and then you know they they become juniors and seniors, and it's super impressive how far they've come. And, um, and the talents, with especially even the underclassmen, uh, it's it's really out of control. I mean, it's it's really. Fun to watch, and the potential for uh, Section Six Western New York basketball is is really good. I feel this year in the playoffs.
2: Not to mention the uh, parity. I mean, it just seems like the comp is so much closer together. You know, whether you're talking about Senior Martin, Section Six, City of Buffalo. You know, it, it's not so much one team. You know, just completely running away and everybody's just left behind. There's some uh, some parity going on. And the young girls that are out there.
0: Brian, I'm sure we could come up with an eighth and ninth grade team only, and they could play with anybody in Western New York. They're that good. Uh, you know, the girl Owens, girl at uh, Springville Griffin. That mm-hmm. I saw that Kaylee Kristoff at Depew. Boy, why well, she matured from eighth to ninth grade. She's a complete player. Uh, Darren Fenn's daughter playing at Orchard Park. She's an 8th grader, and she's already, what, about 6'1 and all that, and looks like she's going to dominate. Uh, it's just for the next three, four years, it's going to be a lot of fun to be a part of.
2: But we've been saying that for several years now, and that's how uh, that's how amazing girls basketball has been because, as you said, Brian, you're watching those young girls grow and then they become juniors and seniors well, and then we, we just to- repeat it all over again with new batch of seventh and eighth graders that are contributing uh you know the season's about
3: ready to wind down when is the last game uh the senior meeting is actually next weekend so there's still potential to play some games in this this uh, next week or so most of the leagues are winding down uh early next week Uh, Some of them have already wrapped up. uh, But we should have a pretty good gauge where the brackets are for the most part. Some of the brackets (laughs) still have a lot of uh, things that could happen. There's some tweaking that will go on. The NFL, obviously, they're done because they have their playoff
0: game or their pre-playoff game Monday and their championship games Wednesday. So
2: NFL is done with their uh, league games. Can you guys forecast yet as to maybe some of the uh,
3: who might be some of the number one seeds? Yeah, I think some of the most of the brackets are pretty much at least the top seeds are uh, set. Um, You know the the B one B two bracket that's still got some. There's some implications that still have to happen one way or the other. You know, double A's pretty much set. Mostly forced, the fourth through seeds. There's a lot of
0: back and forth that could go on. But top one, two, three, and just about all classifications
2: are pretty well etched in stuff. Go through some of the uh, the brackets where you think you have a good handle on who's going to be uh, top seed.
0: Well, let's go with Class D because that's the easiest one. Panama, Panama, and Panama.
2: So what you're saying is that Panama has a chance of advancing. Very good chance. Uh, so I could read the tea leaves.
0: Ah. Uh, and uh, I'll go on record as saying Panama's going to win. Maybe the people of Sherman might take exceptions to that, but they're the second seed, but there is a huge gap. You know, you got the Twin Towers at Panama, uh, Natalie Angeletti and uh, Kylie Shinars. Uh, Interesting game today for you basketball junkies down at the Southern Tier. Those two are going against Danny Haskell in a non-league game today. That would be very interesting. It's almost tempting to go down there if it weren't for the two games that are uh, right around the corner in Williamsville this afternoon. And, by the way, I want to mention that because you have uh, Mount Mercy in your tournament. Buffalo News has Mount Mercy playing at Sacred Heart today. Actually, that is Our Lady of
3: Mercy from Rochester is playing at Sacred Heart
0: this afternoon,
3: and that would be a 2.30 game. Yeah, Mercy's going to play Grand Island today at our place in Wilson at 2 o'clock. And then we will play Williamsville North at 3.30 for the championship of the postseason prep tournament. Yeah, I, I, um, Panama and Franklinville, I'm sure they're both pretty happy that they're split now. They're C's and D's, so they're a different playoff bracket. But, yeah, we played Panama, and Panama's Panama's great. Very well coached. Jeff does a great job with them, and they have a really, really uh, solid team. Uh, C2s. Excuse me, just I want to mention that. For the last five years,
0: the team that eliminated Panama from their season went on to win the state championship. Franklinville last year and Hovelton out of Section 2, three years back in the Paige
3: McCormick area. Yeah, absolutely. If we go to the C2s, uh, I think, you know, you got Franklinville, I believe probably still the favorite, but you got Holland and Maple Grove in that bracket, and it's going to be a a really interesting bracket, I think. I think there's... uh, they're pretty. They're pretty even. I think the experience alone with Franklinville might give them the edge, but both Holland and Maple Grove are playing really well, uh, so that should be a, a good bracket. Franklinville's got to do it the hard way. They have to beat Maple, Maple
0: Grove and then turn around and beat Holland. And uh, yeah, you hear about the Klein sisters at Holland, but uh, let's not uh, leave out uh big Claire Claire Pickett. That girl can play. She's about six one, and there's a lot of girls six one out there. But this girl's got a wingspan like an albatross. She stands in the paint on defense, and you better have your outside shooting uh, game on track, or you're not going to win because uh, you're just not going to penetrate the uh, key.
1: Yeah, I got I got a chance to cover Holland and Eden, and got a chance to see Claire play, and she was a definitely a a huge impact player in that game. In fact, talking to Coach. Uh, Doherty over at uh, Eden, right, he even said that he was so worried about the big underneath. He was so worried about her underneath and what she could do. And that's exactly what you saw in that game where they had to double team her in that game to try to take her out of the game as much as possible. But uh, I'll tell you. That is a tough team because what you've got is inside and outside presence right there. And when those Klein sisters are on and they're hitting that shot from the outside, and then you add her inside, that will be a very tough team to play in the playoffs. And
2: all three Klein girls can hit threes. Let's go through some of the others. Uh, who else? In we'll the C
3: one bracket, uh, you got Portville. Uh, they're going to be the one seed, and Chautauqua Lakes in there. And I think those two. Those two teams are um, gonna have a, a pretty good chance of coming out of that bracket. Uh, you know, obviously very well coached. Both those teams are playing well. They're in tough divisions, and I think the the C one. I think, in my opinion, those are the front runners out of the C one.
0: I agree, too, uh, about the only difference is, well, no, they all have to, uh, where are the C1 finals and semis? They'll be at JCC, so the 2-3, it doesn't matter. It's not a home court advantage. So even though Chautauqua Lake is the three seed, I agree with Brian 100%. Uh, Chautauqua Lake versus Portville, uh, Carly Welty, I guess, is back from an Owy, So that makes Port, in my opinion, makes Portville a favorite, but it's not a given against Chautauqua Lake, which is very good.
3: Looking at the B2s, I think it's uh, pretty wide open. The the B, B1, B B2 bracket is extremely tough. A lot of good players, a lot of good teams. And the B2s, uh, I, you know, I have to have a little bias towards us. Uh, we got Wilson in there. You got Eden, uh, Southwestern, Fredonia. You know, Newfane's going to be a four seed. So you got some teams that are going to be seven, eight, nine seeds. Uh, Allegheny-Limestone could potentially be a 12 or 13 seed. And they're really good. They're just in a great division, uh, very well coached, a uh, lot of experience there in the playoffs, a senior heavy class.
2: So some of the games this week are going to pretty much shape
3: uh, the rest of the B1s, B2s. Yeah, the B2 bracket right now, there's there's two or three games that still have to play. Um, so there is maybe two or three different ser- scenarios that can still happen uh, between 6 and 13, uh, a couple coin flips potentially. So uh, that that's probably going to have to wait till the seeding meeting um especially down to 12 and 13 those potentially could be a coin flip which could be a pretty big coin flip um I, believe, co- you
0: says, I believe you said Southwestern
3: is up to a potential three seed uh Southwestern will be a 5. Oh, they'll be a 5. Yeah, Southwestern is so. going to be a 5. Olmstead looks like they'll take the 3. New Fame will probably sit at the 4. Um, so
0: Southwestern, Newfane, I like Southwestern in that game. You might end up having to go against Southwestern, which will be no easy task. Early,
3: absolutely not. And, and then
0: uh, Olmstead and Eden. Uh, I kind of like Eden in that game, but uh, Gabby McDuffie, you never know. If she's on, look out. Uh, but I'm sure Joe Doherty will probably find a way against, uh, you know, if even if uh, Gabby McDuffie gets her points, I'm sure – Joe Doria will have it so the others do not beat uh, Eden. Yeah, and, Eden, and Eden's playing and, really well. Yes. Uh, they knocked off Holland uh, in the rematch that uh, Tom Prince alluded to earlier, the game that he did for Western New York Athletics. And He's got, got a couple great
1: guards right down there, too, that can play with any guards around, also. so Siddle and Brooke Woodard,
0: yeah. they don't get much better than them, too. Yeah,
1: and, and Brooke Woodard uh, hit her, uh, was. Just missing the school record. At this point, I'm sure she's gotten yeah She's now she the has. school record holder yes. down in Eden, too. Boys and girls. Yep. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, yes. it was 1,030 and change is what the record was yeah. that she went and broke.
3: Yeah, Brooke's a great kid. Really impressive. Hard worker. Um, yeah, and Joe's got them playing well. Um, but, you know, Fredonia, Fredonia any night, they have a great team, too. So uh, B2 should be very interesting. Looking at the B1s, um it looks like Dunkirk's going to have to play City Honors uh, in the semis. At least that's what I'm looking at. Uh, you got Iroquois versus EA, uh, East Aurora potentially in the semis too. So you're going to have some some heavyweight battles go on real early in the playoffs there. I think the the B1 bracket is going to be very solid. Dunkirk's playing tremendous.
2: Is City Honors the best that's coming out of the City of Buffalo? Oh, uh, in the City of Buffalo? Yeah,
1: they haven't yeah. lost yet. Yeah. yeah. No, um, another big there that is a uh, huge impact player in western New York. Oh, yeah, Woods, she's
3: outstanding. And, and, Park, and Park is phenomenal. I hear Park might be having
0: an This is what I'm hearing. She hasn't been in the box court lately. However, they have that Desmonda Neal, who's a yeah, transfer yeah. from, what, North Carolina. That girl can play. Uh, interesting game, two different styles if City Honors ends up with uh, – Dunkirk. I don't know if that'll be the final. I'm sure Iroquois will have something to say about that. They're in the mix too. Uh, uh, right now, Burgard is the three seed. They would play Iroquois. That'll be a, uh, that'll be a mismatch, I would think.
3: And for Dunkirk, uh, they just had a thousand point scorer. Um, uh, would it be Kim Nance? Yes, Kimmy just hit a thousand points, and the last of the. Kane Ancestors, there's a whole bunch of them. I think this is the youngest. And Coach Ricker, I think, has done a great job. I mean, he's turned that program around, and uh, congrats to them. I think they win today. They win a a league title for the first time in 29 years. Wow. Uh, Before we go to the break, we do have
2: breaking news from uh, WNY Athletics' own uh, Matt O'Rourke.
1: Tom? Yeah, Matt O'Rourke, breaking news at the Star Point Wrestling Tournament, the sectional chips. As he walks in this morning, a handful of wrestlers were removed from the brackets by an on-site doctor. Um, GI Grand Island State title hopeful Adam Degistani is among a few of the others who won't be competing today. There'll be more info to come out on it from Matt O'Rourke, but Matt O'Rourke has some breaking news coming from Starpoint for the sectional championships. Wow. Doctor coming in and removing them?
2: I can't wait to find out what this is all about. That's amazing. I've never heard of
1: anything like that happening.
2: Will that affect their uh, ability uh, to go to the states?
1: Or I don't know. I mean, right. assumption, because I don't know, my assumption is yes, you need to qualify, right? Right. There, there, that would be my assumption. Well, Matt will be on top of it,
2: and he'll keep everybody informed. You can follow him on Twitter. Also check out WNYAthletics.com. I'm sure they'll be uh, right up on that uh, when uh, when all the information is gathered. Wow. All right, let's take – yeah, it's huge. Wow. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll continue with uh, you know who's doing what and what brackets. And we'll also want to remind you, Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11, right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11. We're trying to track down Matt O'Rourke see if we can get an update as to what's going on at Starpoint. In case you missed it, a doctor has removed several wrestlers from the tournament today. They will not be able to wrestle. Then, obviously, the implication there is are they able to qualify? Uh, so we're hoping to find out before uh, the show ends. If not, follow com or Matt O'Rourke on Twitter, and uh, hopefully we'll find out soon enough as to... What happened? I mean, it's very mysterious. I've never seen anything happen like this in high school. 19 years of doing this program is absolutely crazy, but we'll try and pass that along to you before we get out of here. Back to talking girls basketball, guys. Uh,
3: we left off with B1s and B2s. Uh, where are we now? With the A2s, uh, you got South is going to be the one seed. The interesting thing in the A2s, in my opinion, is with Newport and Grand Island and potentially. They can match up for a fourth time this year, and you don't see that often. Uh, same league. Uh, You've got still a couple games that they have to play coming up. So
1: that's... They play
0: Monday at 2 o'clock at uh, Ken East, I believe, uh, or maybe possibly Ken West. Yeah, I think
1: it's Ken West. Okay. I will
0: actually have the call
1: on that game. The so Monday is at Ken? Yep, yep, I know I the, the Wednesday
0: call. games are at Ken West. The winner of Leuport and uh, – Grand Island girls then will play Lockport on Wednesday at Ken West for the Niagara Frontier League Championship. but that'll be the Monday'll be the third time they've met this year and that's exclusive of tournament games. And then uh, it looks like they're gonna be the two and three seeds. so if all the teams go through to the form, they will be matched up in the semifinals as well. Wow. So- and then the one four game will be, Will South probably versus the winner of Amherst and Lakeshore. Now, on paper, Amherst should be the favorite in that game. But, you know, Amherst, it depends on which Amherst team shows up. They are the only team to knock off O'Hara, Western New York team, to knock off O'Hara this year. That was early on, though. No, that was only uh, about, what, maybe a week or so ago? Uh, So... Like I say, if Amherst's on, especially if Wanzer and Klein are on, they could beat anybody. And I think the key for Amherst is if uh, Steinle and uh, Halt stay out of foul trouble where they can double up on Amari if they eventually get to, uh, you know, a game against Will South. But that's it's a very interesting, entertaining bracket.
3: Yeah, and the A1s, uh, I think Hamburg um – We'll take that bracket. It, pretty much. Uh, I don't Huchtec, know if they'll be tested.
0: Yeah, Hutch Tech is the number two seed, and they are. there is a huge gap between Hutch Tech and well, Hamburg and anybody in that classification. Uh, Hutch Tech, obviously, in the Buffalo School League, other than City Honors, uh, they pretty much had their own way with all the teams. Uh, I don't see them uh, uh, getting anywhere near Hamburg in that game. Assume, And that's assuming Hutch Tech makes it to the final. They could get knocked off early.
3: And then uh, in the Double A's right now, Orchard Park's the one C, but uh, Will North is the two. They still have to play a last league game, so that that bracket could change. North could go to one. Orchard Park could go to two. And I think Lockport and Frontier are set at three and four. Um, you know that bracket to me is pretty wide open. I think all those teams uh, could beat each other any night. And, you know I've I've seen I've seen a few of those teams play. Uh, we got Will North today, so I know Coach Shaw will always have that team ready. And we played Lockport. Uh, they they got that team playing well right now, too. Tell Shaw I said hello. I definitely will. Yeah,
0: Lancaster is the eighth seed in that league, and there are only eight teams. But Lancaster has been competitive in every game they win. There's a lot of parity in AA. Uh, The good news for the rest of the teams, Claire Krushka at Frontier, which is the fourth seed right now, was not cleared to return to play coming off an ACL injury last summer. And that's good news for the other teams and all there. You add Claire Krushka to that already uh, feisty Frontier Lady Falcons team, and then they're easily the favorite. So now she will not be able to play. Sad for her in her senior year. Yeah, sorry to hear that. She will be going to uh, play for Melissa Graham at uh, St. John Fisher next year. But, you know, our heartfelt condolences to Claire for not being able to. She was really looking forward to it. What about um, Monsignor Martin? Okay, Monsignor Martin, uh, again, it's going to be a repeat of last year. uh, Downstate uh, Catholic uh, hierarchy dictates who uh, can come out of uh, western New York and do what. So in all their wisdom... uh, The top two teams, which will be Cardinal O'Hara and Sacred Heart, will play each other for the Monsignor Martin Championship. The winner goes down to represent Western New York in the double A's in the Catholic uh, Championships for the state. The runner-up stays home. Then the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh team, which would be Sacred Heart, uh, probably fourth, I'm guessing, would be Mount Mercy.
1: Yeah, no, it's St. Mary's,
0: right? No, St. Mary's will be playing. So
1: yeah, you said Sacred Heart. So St. Mary's I, yeah. plays Cardinal O'Hara. My mistake. Yeah. Saint,
0: uh, and I know the St. Mary's uh, parents are listening, so I guess I'm going to hear about it this <laughs> afternoon. Good. My
1: apologies. Mm-hmm.
0: Give uh, it to them. Uh, St. Mary's will play Cardinal O'Hara. The winner goes downstate. The loser stays home. Sacred Heart, Narden, Narden. Uh, Mercy, Mount Mercy, Nichols, and there's a fifth school there escapes me right now. Oh, Mount Saint Mary's will play. There'll be a playing game and then semifinals, and whoever comes out of there and Sacred Heart would be the favorite out of those five teams. They will represent uh, downstate for the A championship. Then the three other teams in the league, which would be. Central Christian Academy, Park School, and Buffalo Seminary. There'll be a playing game for two of them that winter. will play the third team, and that team will actually go downstate for the B championship. Again, downstate dictates what happens with Monsignor Martin. It's a shame. It would be nice if we could send Sacred Heart, St. Mary's, and Cardinal O'Hara down there to represent Western New York. Downstate will not let that
2: happen now it always seems like western new york is the short end of the deal uh in any aspect of high school sports i i don't like that at all what are some of the key dates and venues uh for the playoffs for you know the, the basketball fans are going to want to catch some of the action
0: okay march 1st and i believe all catholic championship games playoffs will be at the villa maria uh school in uh, Chicktawaga. March 6th will be the semis. I'm sorry, March 1st will be the semis. March 6th will be the finals. And that's all at Villa Maria? All at Villa Maria. As far as the uh, uh, Section 6, where do you want me to start? Anyway, for uh, up and through the quarterfinals, it will be all higher seed. It gets the home court advantage. Semifinals. A2 will be at Clarence. That's on Tuesday, March 3rd. AA will be at Star Point on Tuesday, March 3rd. A1 and uh, semis at Clarence on Wednesday, the 4th. B2 semis at Star Point and uh, also on uh, Wednesday, March 4th. C1 uh, semis and the D1 semi will be at JCC on March 4th. March 5th, Thursday at Star Point will be the B-1 semis. You notice I'm saying semis. The only the finals for the girls will be played at, at Buffalo State. State. Right. And that will be on uh, Sunday, March 8th at 11, 1, 3, 5, and 7. The C uh, crossover will be at 6 p.m. at JCC on Tuesday the 10th. And the A and B crossovers will be Wednesday the 11th at Buff State at 5 and 7. <clears throat> the Girls Regionals, Far West Regionals this year, will be at Rush Henrietta at 11, 1, 3, 5, and 7. Thank you very much. There will be a
2: test on that later, Tony. I hope you were paying attention. I did. I'm studying up for it. Uh, Thank you very much, guys, for a great show, as always. Next week, we'll get into boys' basketball. I believe Center Court will be joining us next Saturday. Oh, no, we can't make it next Saturday? Well, we'll still be talking boys' basketball and the rest of the playoffs. And basically, we're going to do that uh, as we get you up until uh, the spring sports. Thanks for listening. Sports Talk Saturday is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,